Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. I'd like to officially announce the new head coach of Florida State, Urban Meyer. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the CEO of Portal Pairing Consulting, Inc. We rehome college football players for just a slight percentage of their NIL deal. And with me, as always, is AJ. Bull optics are un-American, Marchese. Start paying the players for the bowl games. How about that? Today, they pay, they pay them in bowl swag. Come on, is that not enough? <laughs> yeah, they'll let them go into uh, any whatever store is sponsoring and just take all they want. Yeah, Jeremy Sprinkle took a little too much. <laughs> always does. The Belk Bowl, rest in peace. Today we're going bowling as we talk about the must-watch NFL draft prospects in each bowl game. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft on fire. Seven, 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 seven rounds in heaven with my lady driving out. To Vegas, baby, looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau. Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Wilder vs. Fury. Mayweather vs. Pacquiao. Electric personalities that produce big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with my bookie. My bookie is the best odds and prop bets for Paul Woodley too. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley too at my bookie. As much as we'd love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in the previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch, and he's sure to be the favorite. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Head to my bookie today and place your bets. Fill your pockets and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul vs. Woodley 2. Bet anything, anywhere. Anytime with my bookie, um, will you be uh, once once uh, the R plus L carriers New Orleans Bowl 
ends uh, on Saturday night, will you be tuning into Paul Woodley too? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And then on Sunday we got we got a uh, Tyrone Wheatley against Logan Paul. Is that wait? Is that true? <laughs> no. Who who do you got though? Who do you take? But it's kind of sad that like I actually would believe that Tyrone Wheatley is coaching like an FCS school, so very yeah, busy so. man. Very busy, and his son yeah never came to anything. Yeah, he's that slippery. Need, needs needs more money for NIL deals to land number one recruits like Dion did. So true. Uh, okay, a couple of that NFL draft declarations and two Senior Bowl acceptances before we dive into the bowl bonanza. Uh, declarations, Cal quarterback Chase Garbers. That's a big one for AJ. Michigan, Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker. ETSU running back Quay Holmes. Washington State running back Max Borgi. Buffalo running back Kevin Marks Jr. FSU running back Ja'Shawn Corbin. Texas A&M running back Isaiah Spiller. My uh, my favorite guy, Utah tight end Cole Fotheringham. Uh, he he made Kayvon Thibodeau's son. Virginia tight end Jelani Woods. Nebraska tight end Austin Allen, Nebraska center Cam Jurgens, UCLA defensive lineman Otito Ogbanya, Florida A&M defensive lineman Savion Williams, and Youngstown State DB Zare Jones, who I did not realize is still in college football. <laughs> did you so say? I'm pretty sure I, did you, I watched two years ago. Did you get sincere McCormick? He declared. I don't know if you heard. Did he? Is he playing in the bowl? Nope, he is not playing the bowl again. Okay. Well, at least one of us is, is uh, informed on these things. I just I forgot to tell you before we recorded, and uh, that's why I did it now. No, you forgot? Did you forget on purpose to kind of dunk on me? Or? No, it just I needed something to talk about. So, uh, yeah. So since you're recording, also declare and not playing the bowl game. Um, UTSA still loaded, baby. There's a there's a lot of guys declaring. Also, I feel like the the underclassmen crop is kind of weak right now. I don't know how you feel, Rob. Like in terms of the guys who've declared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just been like because all the seniors technically have to declare. Yeah, it's kind of stolen the spotlight, and maybe that's true. Yeah, um, I don't know because there is an overwhelming amount of guys declaring right now, but like it's not yeah, they should what be. I would call a tr- true declaration. Yeah, like in regular years, they already exhausted their eligibility. Yeah, like Isaiah Spiller is probably the third rated running back in this class right mm-hmm. now. And I feel like there wasn't even that much buzz about him declaring because so many guys are just declaring all the time. He's also been bad, so. Well, that's I mean that's debatable. Really, you're going to you're going to bat for Spiller? I think he's a top, clearly a top five running back in this class. Yeah, but he hasn't been very good. I mean, he ran for a thousand. Like his production stayed the same as last year. Shane's been was better than him though. They had Zach Cal- Calzada playing quarterback. The best quarterback in the country. Yeah, your point. Where's he going then? Why do you enter the portal? Welcome, welcome to Aggie Nation, Max Johnson. <laughs> yeah, congrats, the Johnson brothers, baby, gonna be hooking up for years. Um, couple uh, senior bowl acceptances: Nevada quarterback Carson Strong and Sam Houston State DB Zion McCollum, who's a uh, another long ranging yeah. Seahawks corner. Congrats! Yeah, it's cool. To uh, this court, it is. Uh, this quarterback class is pretty wicked for the senior bowl i think part of it helps that it's such an unclear class already so they got the four clear best senior quarterbacks and then adding carson strong as an early graduate i Um, think strong's gonna rise man i i I mean i i think i truly believe the senior bowl is gonna kind of 
flesh out the pecking order of Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, yeah, Carson Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter. Because right now, like, I'm not certain there's a quarterback in this class that I'm going to have a first round grade on, but those four can all be top 100, like like consensus top 100 grades. Yeah. Um, which, as we know, in a quarterback needy league, someone's going to get pushed up the board. Um, and I think that this will be the week that we, we kind of figure out who it is. How many of those four go in the first round if you were to put your money on the table right now? Two. Willis and Pickett? Yes, I think Pickett goes pr- probably top 15. And then Willis, someone gets him in the back of the first round. If someone, I was... someone's gonna, someone who doesn't need to play him early is going to fall in love with what he, his yeah. traits and what he could be. I mean, I, I, I think that'll... That's kind of the situation we'll find. Yeah, I think that's fair. Honestly, right now, if this is a little bold, but if you're giving me good money, I might put some money down on uh, on Strong going the first round. Having that kind of rise. Well, uh, I mean, it's funny because like I've seen people. Uh, I think Nate Tice was tweeting about how Desmond Ritter's his clear quarterback one. Like it's yeah. gonna be all over, and I think that that makes it a lot more fun. It is fun, um, definitely. And then I know they have that one, and Bailey Zappi's also there, which is like. The king. Be one of the best day three quarterback prospects. Yeah. Um, and they also have that last spot that sounds like it's reserved for potentially Sam Howell if he declares. That's gonna be a good. That's a that's a really fun crop, and it's way more fun than it was last year when it's basically just Mac Jones and everyone else. Yeah. Exactly. And Mac Jones is not fun. So, so this this is gonna be fun week in Mobile, baby. Can't wait. All right, bull bonanza time. We're recording this just before the Bahamas Bowl kicks off. Um, we're going to go through each bowl game. Probably won't spend too, too much time on each one, but we're going to highlight the prospect at each school in each bowl, uh, that you need to keep an eye on. Uh, and then we'll make our pick against the spread on top of that. Let's you, do it. Do you agree, AJ? Is this, this a good plan? Yeah, I, I concur, Robert. Thank you. Uh, so let's start, let's, let's, uh, head down south to Thomas Robinson stadium in, in the Bahamas for the Bahamas bowl between AJ's, uh, AJ's. Near and dear team to his heart, Middle Tennessee State against uh, my Toledo Rockets. Yeah, big spread here. The the, the Rockets are minus ten. Uh, let's talk prospect first. The 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 Rockets got a Senior Bowl guy in Tyson Anderson. Their safety. Uh, yeah, another one of those longer dudes. Yeah, so I, I think the the two best prospects at each school is that are actually safeties. Agreed. Uh, the other the uh, other one, a, a fun discussion. If you want to jump right to Reed Blankenship. I just think it's fun that they're two very different styles yeah, of safeties. Tyson Anderson's um, a guy who, he's one of those safeties that I think could really help himself at the Senior Bowl mm-hmm. uh, for what he can do as a cover guy. And one of those types of safeties that has been asked to play single high, which isn't necessarily the norm in college. Um, and like you mentioned, long, smooth, uh, has kind of lacked ball production in his career at Toledo if you were to be nitpicky. Um but, yeah, again, has shown an ability to kind of match up with tight ends or play the deep half. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, outside of this game, I'm excited to see what he does at Immobile. And then Blankenship's a guy who you want around the line of scrimmage. Who I mean, how many safeties have made over 400 tackles in their career? He had 106 and 10 TFLs this year. He's always been kind of – he's an Andrew Wingard type. I think priority free agent who's going to make – uh, as I check my notes, I have a pro comp as Andrew Wingard. Um, <laughs> Your guy, yeah. Uh, he uh, He's going to probably be a priority free agent who makes his way in the NFL on specials. 
Blankenship's stock over what has felt like, I don't know, three years now has been so wild. Remember there was a point where like people were like pumping him up as a potential like third round kind of guy remember last year when no one could figure out if he was in the draft or not yeah and then yeah it got to that like it, was, it went from like him a potential day two guy to not having a good year last year um then people not not knowing if he was in the draft or not and then to his name like not being mentioned at all this year but throughout his entire career like you said stacking up the tackles uh performing well i mean i think it was like was it the army game last year that people kind of like Left the sour taste in his mouth because they like, had no shot against the triple option. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Blankenship is still the top guy on this team, and uh, I kind of feel the same way as you. He's, I, like he's you one of the best. Good special teams guy, yeah. He's one of the best players in school history, too. Like, he, he's, he's got a spot on Rick Stock still staff in 10 years. That's 10 years. Or will it be Brent's team by then? Oh, absolutely. You know it. Um. Outside of that, I'm I'm rolling with Toledo. I mean, I'm actually shocked Middle Tennessee. There was, like, rumors throughout the year that stock still would be out if Middle Tennessee could afford to fire him, but they can't. Um, Middle Tennessee doesn't have a lot. Like, the the only really relevant name is Martel Petaway at running back, who's a West Virginia transfer. Yeah. Um, outside of him, I, I don't think you're overly excited about anyone. Versus, like, Toledo, Daquan Finn's been a pretty efficient Mac quarterback, and Brian Kobach's one of the best running backs in the mm-hmm. G5. And they've got, like, a couple different dudes who can make plays on the outside. Matt Lenders, Devin Maddox. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I got to take Toledo. Also, yeah, just to say, Blankenship did get the Shrine Bowl nod, so that's pretty cool. Uh, also taking Toledo, not too much to say on the Bahamas Bowl. It's kicking off in, like, an hour and a bit. Uh, I love that thing. I kind of love the Bahamas Bowl to start bowl season. I don't know why. It feels like a vacation. Yeah. It's like it eases us in. And and later uh, on on Friday, December 17th today, uh, the, the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl in uh, Orlando, Florida, at Exploria Stadium, 6 p.m. Uh, Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina, an actual good game in terms of mm-hmm. NIU won won the MAC, and, and Coastal won 10 games again. I mean, they didn't win the Sun Belt; they didn't have maybe the year they were expecting, but another great year. Um, Coastal's kind of got a handful of guys who are gonna be at least in NFL camps, whereas Northern Illinois doesn't have a ton of NFL talent on their team. I mean. They're, I know for the season, they're actually negative 15 in point differential. Um, I think the guy to to keep an eye on, though, is, is Clint of course Rakovich. It is. Of course it is. Like, he, he's the modern NFL fullback. Um, they call him Baby Juice, like, <laughs> right away, which is sick. Uh, I, like he's their, I love he's Coach their, Hammock, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Ducker was a great, had a great freshman year for them, but yeah. Rakovich was their um, goal line back. Just like not major statistical production, but 14 touchdowns on the year coming over from Western Illinois, where I think it's worth mentioning in his career at Western Illinois, he got 128 passes. Like he can catch the football, and I you didn't ask him to do a ton, mm-hmm. a ton of it. But if you're looking for an NFL fullback who, like, I'm not going to call him Kyle Juszczyk, but if you're looking for an <laughs> NFL fullback who can impact in that the mold. passing game and, yeah. and even maybe spotlight as a as a running back at times, like this is your guy. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. I mean. And worst comes to worst for for Rakovich, by the way, like six foot two twenty five, so not the biggest dude. Um, like he's really just running back size. Worst comes to worst for him, I think he could be a CFL All Star. Uh, <laughs> also got the Shrine Bowl nod. By the way, are we doing the old uh, guess what this sponsor does? Like, what do you think Tail Greeter? Are we doing this Tail Greeter? What, what the fuck do you think they are, Rob? Well, th- 
tail has me thinking like something to do with like attaching something to the back of my car, but then greeter has me thinking cards, so I don't know. I I'm honestly I'm I'm on their website right now. I'm not really sure. It seems like there's some sort of like like you know uh, service. To f- it says w- easy as one two three one browse and find your perfect tailgate. Two book the hassle out of tailgating. Three enjoy s- simply show up and have fun. I didn't know you had to book tailgating, Rob. This is new to me, but hey, tail greeters got you. Damn, that, that that's uh, what a niche thing to own. Congrats. <laughs> uh, moving to coastal where the Shauna clears again. They have a they have a handful of guys you could look at. I, I think the, the guy um, who we're probably both going to say is Isaiah Likely, though. Yeah, I mean, as far as we know right now, he is playing, which is the big thing. Um, but, yeah, no, if, if he is, he's clearly the top guy in this entire game. And, and But, again, worth mentioning, they have a couple. Like, Gunter. Javon Heil, he, Hiles, the wide receiver who's going to be at the East-West Shrine game. Like, Grayson McCall down the road, I think, yeah. is an NFL guy. Yeah, Jeffrey Gunner on the edge. He didn't have quite the year I was hoping he would have. Um, still talented guy. But yeah. still talented, like, NFL prospect. Teddy Gallagher at Mike Linebacker. C.J. Brewer on the interior of that D-line. Um, Jordan Strong Ju- is going back to Coastal. I believe. Yeah, 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 and I, I think Drog Clark, the nose tackle, yeah. is too. Like they're they're gonna have guys for like the next three yeah. years. Yeah, they're who we're gonna be talking about, and like Josiah Stewart, their freshman um, yeah. defensive lineman, had like an unreal year. He might be the best, uh, but I, I think we both agree with le- uh, uh, picking likely um, because of what he can add as that move tight end, the modern like a Johnu Smith type of tight end. We're gonna get to see him at the Senior Bowl too. Uh, at, like over the last two years. 20, or 2020, average 20 a catch. This year, 15. Like He's such a big play-fluid mover. Um, so that, that's that got to be the guy. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I think he's another guy that can go to the Senior Bowl and be a big riser. I'm excited about Likely. And I, 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 I hope he plays tonight, and I hope he kind of just absolutely goes out with like a monster game that he's been known for. Like There's been games this year where he's ended games in like the first quarter. Like, you remember those? Like, that's, it's kind of yeah. ridiculous. He's, he's talented as um, hell, and he's fun as hell, yeah. I do want to say that Gunter could use a big game yeah. here too. Yeah, definitely. Just leave a leave a good taste in our mouths heading into the um, NFL draft season. Uh, who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Coastal minus ten and a half. I love Hammock. I think, and I use Gritty. I'm going to take them uh, plus the points. I feel like this is a classic. I'm going to hate myself tomorrow because. And I was just gonna grind it out and keep it close. And coastal and cover, yeah. Despite coastal being the far more talented team, but I mean that that that's what NIU did in the MAC championship. Like I didn't think they stood a shot against Kent State, and they they're just fundamentally. Thomas Hammock knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, guess. I love Hammock. Uh, what a turnaround for him. I think he's um, my like like he's like my favorite new like you know he's my new favorite coach. You know what I mean? Like of all the coaches, like I wasn't too familiar with going into the season, he's my new favorite. Well, my new favorite's Texas Tech's offensive coordinator who uh, <laughs> spent this past season at Western Kentucky. Perfect transition. transition. So, in moving to the Saturday bowl games, December 18th. First, we got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl between Western Kentucky, Appalachian State, uh, at FAU Stadium, 11 a.m. ABC. A nice before noon game. Um, this is an actually really good G5 yeah, matchup. It is. Uh, but between an App State team that um, played for the Sun Belt Championship and a Western Kentucky team that played for the Kuza Championship. Uh, obviously, the, the talk of the town with Western Kentucky is is that passing game. Bailey Zappi's got a chance to, th- to break the single-season touchdown record and yards record in this game. I believe he needs j- just not, not even 400 passing yards, which sounds like a lot, but not for him. No. Uh, and five touchdowns, and he breaks it. 
Um, Does he do both? I'm calling it, yeah. Yeah. He's not gifted with his arm talent, but he is such a good touch passer, great decision maker, has enough mobility to extend Mm -hmm. plays. He's very Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's he's the Gardner Minshew of this class. He's going to go in like the sixth round and... You're gonna you're gonna be very happy with that. Yeah, be, be, um, he'll be as around as long as he wants to be in the NFL, pretty much type of guy. And and just to add, um, Jareth Stearns, the receiver, who came with him from Houston Baptist, has 1,700 yards, 137 catches on the air. He's a, a dynamic little slot who plays a lot bigger than he is, and he's worth watching. And on the defensive side, D'Angelo Malone's got a chance to kind of like Jeffrey Gunner. Yeah. He needs make to make us game. think positive. Yeah, he needs to have a big game heading into the draft. Agreed. Um, yeah. Um, App State though, I think top dude here, just coming off a, a great game in the, in the in the championship game against UL. Demarco Jackson, their linebacker, also going to the Senior Bowl. Undersized dude, but uh, another dude we talked about, like stacking up tackles, been so good in his App State career. Um, glad he's playing. Glad both of them are playing. Zappy and Jackson, I think they're the top guys. Uh, exciting to see him kind of like have to get out there and cover in space uh, today or tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, because they 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 really just blitz the hell out of yeah. him on passing down. So I want to see what they what he does when he has to play against an air raid like this, where they're gonna need to have him mm-hmm. um, kind of own them that middle zone. Um, also, uh, uh, the App State always got running backs, so Cameron Peoples. Uh, He's going back to school. Yeah, but still a guy to keep an eye on. I love, Nate I still love down the road. But yeah. Nate Nolan and Cameron Peoples have a chance to be the best one-two punch in the G5 at running back next year. Yeah, that's a, they should be, honestly. But, yeah, no, good point. Um, I'm taking Western Kentucky. Yeah, I got to ride with that area. Yeah. Even with Zach Kittley gone, I'm kind of worried about that. But I think Zappi and Stearns have such a handle on this offense. I think when it, when it's all said and done, Zappi's going to end up with like the, the least appreciated amazing season like ever. And like the story is so yeah. great. And, uh, of course. Yeah, well, Ch- Chase Bryce, same idea. This is his third school. Look at him now. Chase Bryce is another great story. Uh, we didn't mention for a prospect, though. I'm also taking uh, Western Kentucky plus the points. Okay, the PUBG Mobile. Mobile. Sorry, I got Mobile Alabama on the my, my mind. PUBG Mobile, New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State versus UTEP um, at Dream Style Stadium in Albuquerque. Love it. Do you know what PUBG, you, PUBG is? No, it's a it's a video game. It was like it was like the first, first like battle royale game, and then Fortnite kind of fucked him over. Yeah. Do you know who uh, is like the the spokesman for this bowl game? No. No. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. Really? <laughs> Big PUBG fan. Yeah. Apparently, if you go on the, the New Mexico Bulls website, like he's he's like the guy for it. How much do they pay Bob for that? Bob does it for free. He just loves. Fresno State. I don't know. I'm PUBG Mobile. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of guys to talk about. Uh, I think, or more so on Fresno State side. Um, I think Jake Hayner is playing. Yeah, it sounds like he is, but also obviously going back to Fresno. Yeah. Uh, and UTEP kind of came out of nowhere. Like it seemed like Dana Dibble's probably going to get fired this year, and then out of nowhere they have like one of the best seasons in school history. Um. My Fresno State prospects Jalen Cropper, the receiver, uh, just just because I wasn't certain if Jake Hayner was going to play. Yeah, yeah. And we know Hayner's not coming out, whereas Cropper very well could. I think he'll go back too, likely. But he's he had there was talk about him earlier in the season, um, and it kind of died down. But he has ridiculous like 
Kadarius Tony esque contact balance for a receiver. Mm-hmm. He started out playing um, almost playing a, a like a dynamic running back receiver role as a freshman. Um, he he's a really talented dude who I think is going to be in the NFL at some point. I'm going to give you two uh, Bulldogs who are kind of under the radar guys. I, I haven't really gotten a good look at, but I've heard some good things. I want to get my eyes on them uh, in, in this bowl game. One, uh, both on the defense side of the ball. One um, is their corner, uh, De'Aaron Bland, who's a 6'2", 200-pound corner, uh, has a track background, kind of a hard-nosed guy, too. That's like I a, saw tweets about him literally today. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I've seen some stuff about him recently, and apparently it kind of could be someone fun to watch. I'll give you another one. This is actually Dane Brugler highlighted this one. That's where I got this one from. Aaron Mosby, their, their edge rusher, 6'3", 247. Uh, had like 14 and a half TFLs and five forced fumbles. So just... Just two guys on the defensive side of the ball for the Bulldogs to, to keep that on. On a team that's not loaded with prospects or anything. Also, uh, like Ronnie Rivers, yeah. Kevin Atkins, those are guys who I think will be in camps. Yeah. Rivers, it feels like he's been there for so long. Yeah, he Solid has. back. Um, Solid back. No, he is. I, I was, uh, when I was watching Cropper, Ronnie Rivers kept making plays. That's what he's been doing, baby. Uh, UTEP side, I, I think our guy. It's, it, it's praise. Like, it's pra- praise. praise is a guy who we talked about a lot in the summer. We gushed over him. Um, not watching a lot of UTEP games this year, but again, a nice productive year for him. Five and He's, a half sacks. I've got, yeah, five and a half sacks, 12 TFLs. Broke up another six passes. He just bats so He's many so balls. He's so fucking long. That's <laughs> yeah. He he's a guy who I think the the hype will come. I believe he's it, a it might not come and yeah, it's gonna like he's gonna go to the combo and have ridiculously long arms. He's gonna test awesome. Um, he he's probably a day three guy, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I'm I'm excited to see him get after Jay Kaner in this game. I think he'll be one of those classic G five day three guys that. I mean, he's got production though. Usually, it's guys with not a lot of production, but like, you know that they'll do really well at the combine, or if he doesn't get there at his pro day, and will be the, one of those buzzy names that like everyone kind of wants to see where they land. And mm-hmm. if he lands in a good spot, maybe it could become something dynamic uh, earlier than later. Radiant. Oh, I'm taking Fresno State minus eleven and a half. I'm taking UTEP plus the points. Scrappy year. Uh, the Hayner stuff. It sounds like he'll play, but still a little wonky. No coach, obviously. Uh, DeBauer's gone. Uh, give, give me Dana yeah. Devil and crew, baby. Tebford knows his team. Yeah, he does. I know he does. But still, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Radiance technology is independence bowl where BYU got shafted into playing in Shreveport. Uh, UAB versus number thirteen BYU, who won ten games, has to play in this uh, at Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. 330 ABC. Um, UAB has two interesting guys. Uh, and Bill Clark's done a really good job rebuilding that program. Um, but two interesting guys in tight end Garrett Prince, yeah. who kind of came out of nowhere to have a huge year, a, a longer, leaner tight end. 6'5", Yeah, just the explosive seam threat, who averaged 20 and a half a catch. Best for all tight ends in the country. And then defensive side of the ball... Defensive end Alex Wright, where if you throw on the Georgia game, where they, they got blown out, but he looked like a guy who could be playing for Georgia. 6'7", mm-hmm. 270. Not ultra, ultra productive. Uh, six sacks, seven, six and a half, seven and a half TFL, six sacks. But really strong at the point of the attack. I don't know that he'll come out, but I think he if he goes back, he's a guy who's going to build a ton of buzz as a senior. Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, again, Trait's going to get you drafted at, at that position. So... Uh, I, I agree though. If he goes back and really up the stock, but like regardless, I think if he comes out with those type of uh, you know just measurements, he's going to get himself drafted. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Earlier than BYU. Later, yeah, BYU. 
By the way, totally should got? not be uh, totally should not be in this game. This is I'm taking BYU minus seven, but uh, I think the top guy is the running back Tyler Lugier, yeah. who his name I still cannot say. Uh, like like stout dude, like five eleven two twenty, uh, has had a really 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 good season. Set a great career for 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 BYU. Um, his stock has kind of been all over. I think he, he ends up as a day three guy, but like earlier than later. But uh, I'm excited to see how he tests come um, come combine time because I think he's Same. gonna put up some pretty decent numbers, and could be like one of those like early day three backs that you want to get in there and is immediately productive in your rotation. Played linebacker three years ago too. Yeah, for them. yeah. Really physical. Um, yeah, he could be. I, I think one of the earlier picks at running back on day three. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it, Heart and soul of that offense. Uh, physical contact balance type runner. Uh, yeah, we're both taking BYU. Uh, London Tree Bowl. Liberty versus Eastern Michigan at our favorite. Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, there's clearly one top guy here to talk about. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm really happy. It sounds like Malik Willis is going to be playing in this game. It makes this game way way more entertaining, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of uh, like that Northern Illinois uh, – Coastal game in that Liberty has a couple guys who I think have NFL futures, and Eastern Michigan doesn't really have anyone. Um, but obviously Malik Willis being a potential first round pick, one of the top quarterbacks in the nation, gonna go to the Senior Bowl. Um, if he can go out with a bang in a season that was maybe not as great as uh, Liberty fans, if they exist, would have hoped, <laughs> but still just carrying that offense yeah. with his arm and legs. If he can go out and pick a party, Eastern Michigan, run all over him, and then head down to Mobile, that'd be huge for him. I think in like I think him playing the bowl game is going to endear himself uh, more so to coaches. You know what I mean? Like the NFL, I should say. Like when it comes down to, it, I think like when they look through all those prospects and like, oh, he played in the bowl game. I think that's going to be something that like, it, like he didn't have to at all. Like you know what I mean? They're playing Eastern Michigan in a, in a meaningless game. I think that's going to be something that. That like endears him him to the to them, yeah, but yeah. you and Mike Leach agree. <laughs> I'm not saying he has to. I'm just saying they're gonna like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope that we go. He goes out there and puts on a show, and I hope it's easy. I honestly, I hope it's easy for Malik Willis because a lot it hasn't been this year, and it's been him, like you said, just putting the team on his back. I hope he gets some fucking support out there, and uh, they they ball. But just to just to jump the line here, I'm taking Eastern Michigan plus the points because Liberty's been so goddamn. Disappointing this year, and they're getting nine and a half points. I'm taking Liberty because I think Malik Willis goes off. I hope so. Um, Eastern Michigan, my pick, City So, who's been there forever. He's he's Canadian. He's six okay. five, three hundred and twenty pound mauling guard. I got a ride with the So man. Has had a good year this year too. Yeah, he's like an actual NFL talent. Yeah, like yeah. not draftable necessarily, but he'll be on. In he'll a be, camp. Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. Um, underrated bull. Brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel. The L.A. Bowl. Oregon State, Utah State. Oregon State and Utah State, two of the most, I think, positively surprising teams this year. For like, sure. U- Utah State going out winning Mountain West in uh, Gary, or Gary Anderson. Blake Anderson's first year after Gary destroyed the school. And then Jonathan Smith, like, slowly is building Oregon State into a relevant team again. Um Obviously, uh, U- Utah State's got a couple guys you could look at. I'm picking Justin Rice because this man has played at Fresno State, Arkansas State, and Utah State. He's the best. Been one of the best, best, been like the best defender at each school the last three years. 
He, I, I'm pretty sure he won some belt defensive player of the year last year for Arkansas State, and then just followed Blake Anderson to Utah State and was like all Mountain West. Um, a little undersized, but plays so hard, and he's always in the backfield. Like that's a special teams linebacker to me. Speaking of undersized, my, my I'm gonna pick their wide receiver Devin Tompkins, who is yeah, he's he's the other guy, five foot eight, 155 pounds, but dynamic as hell. Had like 1600 yards and nine touchdowns this year. Uh, yeah, I just picked the guy I'm most excited to watch uh, in, in this one. And, I mean, it's kind of cool that, like, it's Oregon State and Utah State in, like, SoFi. It's presented by some, like, huge in- investment firm, apparently. Um, kind of like it, – it's an interesting matchup, though. Like, the, the, um, Oregon State's minus wait, seven, yeah. Tompkins, Pro Comps, Brandon Banks. <laughs> yeah, perfect. that's perfect. <laughs> um, or Oregon State's without linebacker Avery Roberts, who would have been my pick for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and you mentioned Tompkins, so the, it's, it helps me in picking. I think Rajon Wright's the guy. His brother got drafted by the Cowboys in the third round last year. He is 6'2". He's built a lot like his brother. He's 6'2", 190, long, lean, kind of press corner, who stepped up big for them in replacing his brother, Nashawn, this year. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird – if you get to see him versus Te- Devin Tompkins, it's two very, like, clashing styles that I'd love to watch. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that Rajon Wright's going to come out, but he's he's definitely uh, got an NFL future and it helps he has bloodlines. Who are you picking? I think this is an interesting uh, game. Who, who's your Oregon State prospect? I didn't – there's not a lot there. I didn't even give you, like, an Oregon State name. There's not uh, a lot of What do you actual... mean, Chance Nolan? Sick. There's not a lot of actual t- – prospect talent in this football game. Uh, I think Omar Spates and Avery Roberts, their linebackers are pretty good, but I think Rajon Wright's the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm picking Utah State. I, I was actually surprised they were seven-point dogs. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I kind of wanted to pick Oregon State because I think like they're going to come out and just be physical. Uh, but getting seven points, I'm not taking the Aggies too. And they get to be I, on Campbell already. They're, they're, they're I, set up for the win. I feel like it helps that they're the they're the dogs. They've been the dog all year, mm-hmm. and they just keep proving everyone wrong. Okay, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl number twenty three Louisiana versus Marshall at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Um, this is a fun bowl game. Yeah, it is. Like Marshall didn't have quite as good a year as maybe they're used to, but it was Charles Huff's first year. Uh, Louisiana won the Sun Belt again, but obviously Billy Napier's gone. But they get the the continuity and bringing, uh, keeping Michael Dismoro as their new head coach. Uh, Levi Lewis's last game. I say all that to say I'm taking Louisiana minus five. Um, but they're without Chris Smith at running back. But their offensive line has kind of been the heart and soul of the team under Napier. And Max Mitchell, the right tackle, is a legit NFL dude who's gonna be at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, Senior Bowl dude. I didn't love him over the summer too much, but like I think more of like a late day three kind of dude personally. But it has a lot of fans, so that that's gonna be yeah. Fun. He 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 he's long. Yeah, he's athletic. Yeah. He moves really well in space, and he he. I thought he played a lot more with a lot more power this season, uh, and, and a lot more nasty. Uh, UL's got like a hand. I mean, Levi Lewis, <laughs> he's gonna be playing football summer. Uh, my favorite player in the country. Uh, I thought Chauncey Manack had a really good year, their, their edge rusher. I think he's going to be fun to watch. Um, I, I don't know if he comes out, but, you know, former four-star uh, out of Georgia. Um, the, uh, Hill had a big game uh, in their last one against App State in, their, in the conference championship win. UL's got some dudes. Um, I'm also picking UL. I mean, even without Napier, uh, I think they um, go with a win. The heart of Marshall is the running back Rasheen Ali, but he's not draft eligible. 
Um, I think there's kind of the three guys I thought of for their best prospect were tight end Xavier Gaines. Two I picked. Who's like, uh, I think if the problem with him is his future would be as like a H back move tight end if yeah. he could block, but he can't really block and he's quite undersized. He's basically a jumbo receiver. Yeah. Um, they got Nazi Johnson as a physical nickel who could make it on specials. But I'm going to go with the bloodlines. I picked Stephen Gilmore. Mm. He's long. He's 6'2". He's real thin. But he's 6'2". He's been very productive for the last three years. He's a little grabby. But I think if anyone's got a chance to get drafted off this Marshall team, it's him. That's fair. Uh, Gaines is fun. And like you said, kind of just like, you know, the NFL likes these undersized move tight ends. But he might be a little little too small. Um, but no, I think he's fun. I, I like. I think he gets into a camp and in the right spot. Maybe maybe you can maybe you can make a roster. Um, mo- uh, Monday, December twentieth, the Myrtle Beach Bowl at Brooks Stadium in Conway, South Carolina. Old Dominion versus Tulsa. This is kind of if you're gonna miss a bowl game, don't feel too bad about oh missing my, this one. But that's so Ricky Ronnie rude. really. In Ricky Ronnie's true first year at Old D, he really turned them around and got them bowl eligible at a school I didn't imagine would get near that. Yeah. Um, and they've they've got a couple good college football players, but I think the most interesting guys are tight end Zach Coons. Yeah, agreed. Six eight Penn State transfer came with Ronnie from Penn State. Uh, put up seven hundred yards, five touchdowns this year. Just the size and the pedigree of being a Penn State like four star recruit. Um. On a team that it doesn't necessarily have NFL talent jumping up for you, I think that's the guy. That, like, if you're watching this game, keep an eye on him. It's at two thirty on a Monday, so I don't know how many people are going to watch. But <laughs> led the team in, in receptions too. It's so, like you're going to see him get the ball a lot. It's not like you're just yeah. a sleepy tight end. He's he's going to get the ball, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun how they use him. Yeah. Um, Tulsa, I think it's the two offensive tackles, Tyler Smith and Chris Paul. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, there's some dudes on the defense too that are fun, but no, I think those are the top two dudes. Um, like. Yeah, Tyler Smith, I think, has a really bright future. Just a redshirt sophomore, so I don't know that he'll come out. Doubt it. Uh, but Chris, Chris Chris Paul is um, when he's not playing point guard for the Suns or being my brother, he is the uh, he's a future NFL guard and like a yeah. potential day three pick. Really powerful dude. And it already has like that swing tackle experience. He's played right tackle. He's played guard already. Uh, right, and like six four three twenty four. So yeah, I, I definitely think he, he gets in and it's kind of like the, that that gritty swing tackle, more so just sticking inside though type of uh, offensive lineman. I'm taking old D plus nine. Yeah, I'm taking old Dominion too. I think it moved up to nine and a half. I'm going to take the point. I think old Dominion wins this game. Yeah, quickly. Sorry, sorry. Defense. I still love Jackson Player. He's undersized at DT. He had four sacks. He's been productive for them. And then on the opposite side, uh, uh, Stevenson, the big, the big DT, six three three fifty one to keep an eye on. And then Kadarian Ray, another big dude, six four two hundred at, at DB. Um, I still love this Tulsa defense, even though it got picked apart the last year. Um, Tuesday, December 21st, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The Kent famous. Versus Wyoming. A very sneaky good game in Boise, Idaho at Albertson Interesting Stadium. Interesting matchup. Um, Wyoming has a really, really talented player in Chad Muma, yeah. who's, I think, going to end up a day two pick. Um, kind of not, not exactly like Logan Wilson, but played all over that linebacker core, 6'3", 240, Really rangy. Yeah. Plays his ass off. Great diagnosing physical. ability, too. Yeah, he's Instinctual. like an NFL starting linebacker. Yeah. Um, 
who's going to help himself a ton at the Senior Bowl, too. The only hole in Muma's game, I think, really, is his level of competition. Like, yeah, everything like else you he really shows seen, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kent State, it's a it's a little tougher. Like, Dustin Crum, I don't think, is think, a legit guy. Marquez Cooper, the running back down the road, he's just a sophomore. But um, I think the most exciting guy to talk about is Dante Cephas. I put Crum and Cephas down, kind of like, kind of in a tie. Yeah, I think, like... Like, Crum, Crum lost them the MAC yeah. championship because he could not hit Cephas, who was running open all the Yeah, I think, I think legitimately Crum's buzz, his stock is kind of done. But Cephas is, yeah, he's helped himself so much this year. And like you said, he was open so much in that MAC championship game. And uh, Crum could just not hit him. Redshirt sophomore, too, so yeah, very unlikely out. he comes out. But then maybe the next big time MAC receiver because the MAC is a lot of them. receiver. There's a lot of yeah. big time MAC receivers, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Wyoming in this game. They're going to grind the clock out behind uh, Xavier uh, Valade's legs mm-hmm. and, and just play tough defense with Chad Muma leading the charge. I just, I think I, like, I'm kind of blinded by the fact that um, Muma's just so Crum good. looked so bad. Oh, Crum looked bad. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the, the one time Crum takes off and Muma meets him in the hole and then the whole fucking, the earth's going to shatter. It's going to be the, the clash yeah. of the Titans. Um, my heart is still with the crumb. I don't know. I've been too invested in crumb. I think he's not going to go out with a whimper like he did in the MAC championship game. He's coming out. He's coming to play. I'm excited to see Muma, Muma chase what, him down. And weather around. weather's going to be an interesting factor. I hope so. Too. I hope so. I'm taking Kent State plus the points. Uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. It's a fun one. UTSA. Yeah, UTSA, San Diego State. A, a, a couple uh, double-digit win teams. Um. You mentioned Sincere McCormick opted out. That's our first opt-out so far this show. Um, but you still have so many guys. Mm-hmm. Both both squads, that is, too. Like it's. I haven't heard anything about Cameron Thomas opting out. Doesn't sound like um, it so far, yeah. No. So I think that the big, big, big thing to watch is Cameron Thomas at edge for San Diego State against UTSA left tackle Spencer Beerford. Yeah. Because both are, both are NFL dudes. Beerford's going to the senior bowl. Cam Thomas potential first-round talent. Both are long, athletic, um, physical dudes. Buford is one of, I think, the most exciting uh, run blockers in the country. The highest recruit to ever go to UTSA. Somehow a four-star who went there. I think um, I think Buford kicks to guard in the NFL, right? And I think he's... Oh, whoa. You think he's taking outside? Yeah, I think he's kicking a guard. I think you kick him to guard and he really shines. Yeah. Interesting. And I think he's he's going to be a big run baller in there. like Kind of like Dalton. Like, kind of like Kevin Dalton. He's a, yeah. Sorry, like who? Kevin Dotson. He's nothing like what? Kevin Dotson's like a short, stout guy. Purefruit's like kind of undersized in terms of uh, weight and just a really athletic mover. I think I think he looks better. Actually. I think that's a weird take. All right, we'll that see. he's like Dotson. No, not like um, not like really stylistically, but kind of that idea like G five tackle kicking inside. Dotson wasn't a tackle, didn't he? Yeah, he was. No, no, he wasn't. He was the starting uh, right guard. Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Anyways, go on. Um, and then you also have Tariq Woolen at corner for UTSA, who's uh, another senior bowl guy, 6'4 corner. Um, not that San Diego State throws the ball very much. Like, I don't know if you're going to get much yeah. from Woolen in terms of that, but uh, clear NFL talent. And then 
you have punt guard, <laughs> Matt Areza, best punter in the country, and San Diego State tight end Daniel Bellinger, who's uh, going to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, put Bellinger out wide. Let's see him against Wallen. <laughs> strength on strength, baby. I, I I like Tariq Wallen a lot. The more I watch him, the more I enjoy him, and I think he's going to be a he's going to be a guy that that's going to boost his stock. Um. Yeah. He, he's very much your type of corner. Yeah. I mean, but he. I like it though. Like he's. He's smooth though. Like it, when you're when you're big, you got to be smooth like to really get the get the buzz. And I don't know, just the way he can get downfield and, and stick with receivers is really impressive. Uh, who are you picking though? I'm taking the Roadrunners. Meet me. Me too. Yeah. I hate. I think I hate Brady Hoke. That's the problem. I do. I mean, I hate. I, sorry. I love yeah, Brady. Yeah. You. Hoke. You, you. I love oh, Brady dude. Hoke. He, greatest coach in the history of Michigan. Back in San Diego State, just snuck his way to get that head coaching job. He's this. He's so. He's so good at what he does. That's all I'll say. Uh Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl Wednesday, December twenty second. Army versus Missouri at Amonji Am- Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, Army is obviously it's going to be difficult for it to find a Army NFL draft talent. Um, although I do think down the road Tyrell Robinson's a name to watch at running back. Uh, Andre Carter mm-hmm. just sticks out because he's a six seven, two hundred sixty five pound edge rusher. Got the numbers. Yeah, 15, uh, 15 TFLs, 13 and a half sacks this year. Kind of out of nowhere guy who, I mean, you're, the NFL is not going to ignore that size in production. I Again, he's not going to like he's not gonna come out because he's an Army guy. But um, but this, uh, he, when, when the NFL goes to the tape, this is probably going to be the, one of the, you know, seeing him against an SEC team that, that likes to sling the ball around a little bit. Although apparently Mizzou, they don't know who they're starting this week, which isn't great. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that, that's the guy to watch for Army, for sure. And then Missouri, I think you got a guy on both sides of the ball. Tyler B- B- Beatty's been, like, everything for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, – I want him to get to the Senior Bowl. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, which kind of surprising. me. Yeah. Yeah, like, he he, he was – he three years of being a, a very good satellite back for Missouri uh, behind Larry Roundtree. And then this year, as the lead back, runs for 1,600 yards, caught 54 passes on top of that. Like, he's one of the most talented pass catchers. I know he's undersized, but really uh, great contact balance for a smaller back. Um, so he's the guy to watch on offense. Defensively, Caleb Evans mm-hmm. is another one of those corners who I think Stolen is very much, Tulsa. An, yeah. Yeah, very much an AJ guy in, in terms of long, physical, press man corner who was awesome at Tulsa last year. Yeah. Came over to Missouri and he's at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I think those are definitely the three dudes. And then outside of that, there's not that much, even for Mizzou. But no, I'm excited to see Beatty. I really hope they just kind of uh, roll him. Um, obviously, you're not going to see Evans really get to do much in this game. Show off his tackling skills, but regardless, um, interesting pick. It's Army minus four. Who, who are you taking? I, I'm taking Army. Just two reasons: triple options. When a team isn't used to the triple option stuff. And then Missouri, the quarterback thing you mentioned. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm gonna just pick SEC talent, and uh, oh, I respect the troops. So I, you respect the troops. I don't. Um, also, they have more time to prepare for the trip. This is like you know, there's, they're not caught looking ahead. This is the game. They're gonna. We get, have to pick up the pace of this show. I just realized there's like 35 more bowls. Oh God, let's go. Uh, okay. Uh, Thursday, December 23rd. Frisco Football Classic, the bowl game they just made out of thin air because they needed to put teams in. Miami of Ohio versus North Texas, Toyota Stadium. Uh, Miami of Ohio, I think pretty easy choice. Sterling Weatherford, the safety, who's going to the Senior Bowl. 6'4", 220-pound safety. Not a lot of them in the country. No. And a guy who's who's been asked to play 
like deep coverage a lot despite him probably being more built to cover tight ends one-on-one so i think he's an exciting name to watch for miami ohio north texas <laughs> out of nowhere kind of getting in getting bowl eligible um they're they're running back the andre tory really undersized guy but big time quicks who carried the load for them yeah this year. yeah he did uh and they they miami ohio's got another senior bowl guy the dominic robinson the edge yeah, who's a former, former receiver. receiver yeah put up a lot of numbers for them so that's that's fun i am taking miami minus three um union home mortgage gasparilla bowl Wait, who, who'd versus, you take uh, oh miami okay, of ohio okay. sorry uh sorry Florida versus UCF at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Um, I haven't heard that Kyrie Elam isn't playing. Yeah, so he's clearly the top it, dude. Yeah, because Zachary Carter did opt out, so you'd think if Elam was, we'd know by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Elam, maybe, again, a, a really talented, um, like, potential first-round corner ending the year. Didn't have the best, best year. But neither did but that he, whole team. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he's a, he's a big big recruit six two, um, and Matt Elam's brother, I think. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm excited to see him against Jalen Robinson potentially for Central Florida. That's my top UCF guy. Those are the, those are the top two guys for me. Uh, that'd be a fun matchup. Jalen Robinson, one of my favorites. But um, I mean, I think UCF just having a shit year. Well, down here for them at least. Not not it's not like it's a shit year. Um, it's kind of just soured on him, but every time I, I threw on those nights, uh, Robinson was having a great game. So if we get that matchup kind of should go in Elam's favor, but having the, the shorter yeah. kind of speedier Robinson's fun. Yeah. Robinson was banged up a lot this year. So yeah, him declaring seems unlikely, but could have a, a big, big bowl game performance against uh, a NFL corner in Elam. Also big cat Bryant. I mean, he had a good year yeah. in central Florida. He's going to, he's going to get NFL looks because of the pedigree. Uh, I'm taking UCF plus six and a half. Yeah, I'm taking UCF too. Uh, Florida sucks. Uh, Friday, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, Memphis versus Hawaii. Good. These kids won't get to be with their families on Christmas. Let's make. Oh my god! Would you game. rather be with your family or in Hawaii for Christmas? Easy. I'd answer. rather be playing playing football at the Ching Ching Complex in Honolulu. Uh, Memphis had Calvin Austin uh, opt out. Um, Hawaii. Also had their starting quarterback Siobhan Cord- uh, Cordero <laughs> transfer, and their starting running back Day Day Hunter transfer. Day Hunter's good, um, by the way. I hope he finds a cool spot. Yeah. Um, Memphis's pick's got to be Dylan Parham. Yeah, who yeah, of course. You meant you mentioned I don't know maybe when we accepted the Senior Bowl invite. I think you you talked about him as a potential NFL center. Yeah. Um, he's played guard and tackle, but that that'd be exciting to see him shift there in Mobile. But yeah, he he's their potential Day Two pick. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch Parham's stock. I haven't dug into his tape this year. It wasn't as high as, as some, but no, potential day two. And I, I really do want to see him at center in Mobile. Uh, for the Rainbow Warriors, though, it's it's got to be Calvin Turner. They're yeah. Mr. Everything Who on offense. Put his name into the, the world in the bowl game last yep. year. Yep. Mr. Bowl game, we call him, on the Big Island. Yes, that is what we call him. Um. <laughs> And he, yeah, I mean, he had over 800 receiving yards, over 300 rushing yards. He's a he's a very talented kick returner too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he, he he needs a, a big like combine. I think probably to get drafted, but can find his way onto an NFL roster as a as a move piece. Yeah. Uh, I got Memphis minus seven and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Memphis too. Uh, Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> why do they play the on Christmas tax, Day? <laughs> for people like me, tax act. 
Camellia Bowl, they're trying to take eyes away from the NBA. Um, <laughs> they're going to get them, baby. Us, our four eyes. The the Tax Act, Camellia Bowl, Ball State versus Georgia State. Uh, Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Ball State, I think receiver Justin Hall is the, is the dude. Um, yeah. Being one of the most consistent receivers in the MAC for like five years. And undersized slot guy, but pretty dynamic. And does a lot as a as a like a jet sweep dude. One of the better kick returners in the country too. Really good chance to get himself drafted, I think, uh, late day three. Yeah, no, I think Hall's the top guy <clears throat> for all the reasons you said. And Drew Plitt's got to show something in his last game for Ball State, right? I hope so. He had such a down year. He did. Um, Georgia State, I think there's two different guys. Sam Pinckney, the receiver, I still yeah, like him. Me too. Even though he had a da- down year, uh, but he was very productive last year. Big body receiver. Linebacker Blake Carroll is just a madman on the field. Um and probably a special teams linebacker in the NFL. I, I don't think Georgia State has anyone clearly draftable. No. So I picked. Uh, I'm going to take. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to take Ball State plus four and a half. I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to take them minus four and a half. Even though I ordered the home field Georgia State T-shirt, uh, I'm, I'm going to ride the Mac. Speaking of the Mac, Monday, December twenty seventh, uh, the Quick Lane Bowl, Western Michigan versus Nevada, Ford Field, Detroit, eleven a.m. on a Monday. Yes. Um, if there wasn't opt-outs in this game, this would be a very, very interesting game. It would be. So Nevada had Carson Strong and Cole Turner opt-out. Elijah Cooks uh, is in the transfer portal. Uh, that leaves you with Romeo Dupes. Hey, 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 hey. How about Aaron Frost? How about Don Peterson? They still got some ballers. No, I know, but uh, I think Dupes is the top guy. Um, is he? I don't, I don't know if he's playing. Uh, yeah, but I like I like Dubes. Dubes has had like remember he, he was so good two years ago, and it's kind of no. There's a oh, Elijah Cooks was so good. Cooks. Yeah, 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 he's in the transfer portal. Is Dubes Dubes is a thousand yards the last two years. He hasn't opted out yet. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Anyways, I I, I think Frost is kind of their top guy. The right tackle. Yeah. Um, he he was a guy who I really liked over the summer. Uh, damn, I thought you were you love Dubes. I do like Dubes. I do. Yeah, but um. I think especially because you get to see Frost up against uh, Ali Fayad for Western Michigan's gonna be fun, and uh, and of course what Western Michigan's top guy Ralph Holly. I also like it's fun Ralph to see Holly and Don Peterson, like a couple of our, our yeah. G five darlings. I think Holly's way better, but Peterson's still a good good, good <laughs> guy too. It's always nice to get eyes on Caleb Ellaby and Sky Moore, yeah. but yeah, Ralph Holly. I I don't the the big hype hasn't come yet, but it should. He's, he, and a big bull performance against Nevada had the had strong and Cole Turner and Cooks been playing like that would have been really fun because I, I think more people would have watched. But Holly is, uh, uh, I think, one of the most underrated players in the entire draft. Yeah, and I think the hype the hype has not been from a lack of production from his end at no. all. He's been great. It's just he plays at Western Michigan. Um, no, yeah, I, I hope he has a dominant game here. Uh, military Bowl, Boston College versus East Carolina, the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, Annapolis, Maryland, uh, Boston College, it's got to be Zion Johnson, um, potential late first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously Zion Johnson. Uh, he, I'm so, I'm glad he went back cause he's really helped himself going back to guard and just having a great year, uh, a little under the radar, but he's been fantastic. Um, not much going on for ECU, but on, uh, on more on BC, we don't know what Zay Flowers is going is coming out yet. We don't know if he's going back. D- D- Phil Dracovic apparently is trying to convince him to come back. Yeah, which 
would make sense. I think that would be a smart move if, if Dracovic can get his shit together and stay healthy and they can be dynamic again. And you know me, I, I like their 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 nickel, their potential Wait, nickel. Sorry, did did we make our? I picked Western Michigan minus six, but oh, sorry, I'm yeah, I'm also taking Western Michigan. If if, if everyone's okay. playing, it's Nevada easy, but you know, I'm I'm taking Western Michigan. You're right, we didn't make our picks. Uh, and just to get this out there, I'm taking Boston College minus three, kind of easy. But anyways, same, same. I, I like Josh DeBerry. They're they're nickel, you know I do, and uh, I'm excited yeah. to see him out there. Yeah. For for East Carolina, Keaton Mitchell is a down the road. He's a freshman running back who is incredible this year. He's an NFL guy down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Tyler Sneed, he's not going to get drafted, but he's a really entertaining undersized slot receiver who does everything. Yeah. Uh, their corner, though, Jaquan McMillan, who he's a redshirt sophomore. Uh, he, he's a little undersized, but incredible ball production for three straight years. Um, a name to watch, I think, especially if he is matching up with A Flowers. That'd be fun. Uh, Tuesday, December 28th, the Ticketmaster Birmingham Bowl, Houston versus Auburn at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. Uh, Houston, it's Logan Hall. Yeah, no, I mean, clearly. And then Marcus Logan Jones. Like the, it's nice Jones. that they have two two very talented yeah. players. Um, but can they see Logan Hall against an SEC offensive line? That's going to be big time. Uh and then Auburn, it's Roger McCreary. Yeah, who apparently has not opted out yet, but that's fine because obviously Houston throws the ball a lot. Uh, so seeing just seeing McCreary go out in his last game there, he was already senior bowl. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and Nathaniel Dell, the Houston receiver who had an amazing year, who might be a, a dude to talk about next year, mm-hmm. getting to see McCreary potentially matching up with him uh, is really exciting. Um, Auburn's minus Auburn, three. Sorry. Yeah, and Auburn, obviously, Bo Nix in the transfer portal. Uh, Zacoby McLean opted out. Yep. Uh, I'm taking Houston plus three. Yeah, me too. I kind of like this kind of easy, but Auburn's always so weird. I know. Um, TJ Finley's going to have the game of his life. Speaking of having the game of their lives, Malik Cunningham has to do it every day for Louisville. Uh, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl Air Force versus Louisville. Uh, Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Air Force versus Louisville. I said that two times. Who's uh, playing this one? Air Force is in it's a the Louisville card. Louisville. Um, from they're located in Kentucky. Okay. Um, yeah. Air Force. I, Trey Bugs, their corner, is who I put down. I didn't put the, the, Air the Force. Service, yeah. The service academies have a history of putting DBs into the NFL. Um, and he is a kind of a taller, leaner corner who. He's been their best pl- best defensive player in 2019 and 2021. He, he didn't play last year. Um, so I think that's the one to watch for them. And then obviously it's Malik Cunningham for Louisville because he does everything. Yeah, I mean, he's already said he's returning to Louisville, so not really this year. But there's no one else, really, and, and he's the best player on the team. So M- Marshawn Ford, their tight end. My second uh, name think, here, yeah. But. Yeah, he's still a sophomore somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> those are the two names I put here. Yeah. Uh, CJ Avery at linebacker and Kendrick mm. Duncan uh, at, at safety, who's the uh, Georgia Southern transfer, a couple more names. Uh, I'm taking Air Force, plus two. Yeah, I'm taking Air Force as well. So, uh, In the Mike Leach Revenge Bowl, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech versus Mississippi State, Liberty Bowl uh, Memorial Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mississippi State should run over them. But Eric uh, Eric uh, 
Eskonma. How do you say his last name, AJ? Uh, I don't want to say. East Kunma. Yeah. Uh, he he was a guy we both loved over the summer, yeah. and he didn't have that big leap in production this year. Um, it, it didn't help that I think Texas Tech had a a far worse year than a lot of people were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he can go up against Martin Emerson, the Mississippi State corner, who I don't believe has opted out yet, even though he is yeah at declaring. Uh, that's a really fun matchup between uh Emerson's a a. Uh, a tall six-two mm-hmm. corner. Eric E is six-three, two hundred twenty pounds. It's a good matchup. Um, it's a very good matchup. Uh, and if you want to talk Mississippi State prospects, like Emerson's a dude, but I think Charles Cross is the dude who also has an opted um, out as of now. N- yeah, and he's he's a young redshirt sophomore. But Charles Cross is one of the smoothest pass protectors in the country. Um, well, Emerson, I, I like Emerson. I don't think I like him as much as some people. Yep. I think he's a really, really nice pattern. Like they, they play a lot of pattern match at uh, Mississippi State, so he's he's like, he looks good in man and zone. Um, but I, I don't see a first round guy there where I do with Cross. Yeah, I mean, this is but really it's just easy work for Charles Cross. <laughs> like it's he's not he's not getting tested in this one. You, know, you should just go out and look phenomenal. I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I also feel the same with Emerson. I, I don't see like that. I don't know, even like top fifty guy really at all. But um, no, that's a that's a fun matchup against Eric E. Um, are you just taking Mississippi State minus eight and yeah. a half? Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, the SDCCU. I don't know what that means. San Diego Holiday County Bowl. Credit Union. Oh, is it? Why did they abbreviate that? I everyone I, knows. A, everyone I'm... knows it abbreviates. Like it's like okay. IBM. No. I've just uh, fucking exposed myself. Uh, UCLA versus uh, NC State fun at Peckle Park in San Diego. Yeah. It is a fun game. Uh, opt-outs for NC State are Atito Ogbanya, who I already said declared. Um, a couple tackles to watch in this one. You got yeah. Icky, Ikuanu at left tackle for NC State, and then Sean Ryan at left tackle for UCLA. Clearly the top dudes. And, I mean, Ikuanu. And, and, and mm-hmm. I was going to say that I think the, the, the next two guys to look at are Running backs who are kind of sharehold or shared backfields mm-hmm. in Zach Charbonnet and in Bam Knight. Yeah, I think two um, good day three running backs. Hey, drop them both, and that's a good duo actually. Um, Charbonnet, Charbonnet like was so hot to start the year, and then you see a little just faltered a bit. Um, he's gonna be another good day day three back. You know the tough runner, um, ex Michigan player, of course. And yeah, Bam Bam is fun too. Um, and then you, yeah, Bam dynamic, but yeah, the tackle. Greg Dulcich I mean, too. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, uh, Icky's like yeah. a guy we've. I mean, everyone's talked about. It. Everyone knows how good he is. Uh, but Sean Ryan's a guy. I think again because, like you said, UCLA kind of lost the buzz halfway through the year, and everyone stopped watching them. But a guy who had some first round talk over over the summer and i think he's a guard in the nfl mm-hmm. and I, but a day two guard potentially yeah i like sean ryan i hope he comes out yeah. there it's a really good bowl game and there, there's a whole bunch of other guys that that are worth watching in this one too because i mean once you get to two power five schools uh canadian daniel joseph on the edge too against uh sean ryan it's gonna be fun uh, i'm taking nc state minus yeah one. Uh, i am too actually but uh, it's a fun game this it could go either it way really I, th- I think so. Uh, I mean, Chip all- almost got the Oregon job, so. Congrats, Chip. Uh, guaranteed rate bowl, West Virginia versus Min- Minnesota, Chase Field and Phoenix. Um, I'm going with two offensive linemen, Daniel Falale uh, for Minnesota at right tackle, Doug Nestor, the do-it-all offensive lineman transfer from Virginia Tech for West mm-hmm. Virginia. I think those are the two dudes. 
Uh, agree. West Virginia, not a lot going on. Like, like Lady Brown opted out. He's going to the Shrine Bowl solid back. Uh, the, 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 the remaining stills really hasn't done that much. Um, no. yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and Danny F, I really, Jared, I really hope Jared Daggy though. Jared Daggy baby. Jared Daggy baby. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Alonzo would die too. Uh, yeah. Bloodlines. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Minnesota having Chris Altman Bell come back is huge. Yes, too. it is. It is. Who didn't have a great productive year, but that, I don't think it was his fault. Uh, no. If you catch my drift. But guess, is Tanner Morgan going back? Yep. I'm pretty sure he is. He is. Yeah. Sean Clifford and Tanner Morgan, baby. We can't get rid Big of Big Ten forever. Um, Boy Mafia off the edge for Minnesota in his last game there will be fun. Uh, they got the, the IDL, too, as as he – I think he's going to Senior Bowl, right? Oto Muemo. Yeah, yeah, both of them are. Yeah, Senior Bowl Mafia guys. and he, uh, Yeah, I mean, Minnesota has, I think, a lot more going on for them. Yeah, and that's why I'm taking them minus and three. I'm, I'm, and also half, yeah. I'm also taking them. Uh, Wednesday, December 29th, row the boat. Uh, Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Bowl. Wasabi. Virginia versus, Virginia versus SMU at Fenway Park in Boston. Uh, baseball Stadium. Virginia had uh, some transfers. Um, their center, yeah. uh, uh, Watimi, who was a Remington finalist. Their tackle, Bobby Haskins. And their linebacker, Noah Taylor. Everyone's just getting the fuck out now that Bronco, Bronco's gone. Yeah. But they still have some guys who have, as far as I know, haven't opted out yet. Uh, corner Nick Grant is another one of those long physical corners that I like and you like. Uh, tight end Jelani Woods, who I just said declared, but I haven't heard that he's opted out. Yeah, and I, I Jelani Woods, remember, we talked about him once or twice this year. Big boy, moves well, too. I hope he plays because he could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I went from kind of a not much of a role at Oklahoma State to a huge role yeah. at Virginia this year. Yeah. Uh, receiver Dontavian Wicks, who I talked about yep. a couple times as my sophomore because he's a redshirt sophomore. Uh, he's one of the biggest play and receivers in the country. And then Keaton Thompson. The, yeah, I'm Brendan Armstrong. But Keaton Thompson, who plays quarterback, running back, wide receiver, whatever they need, 6'4", uh, 215. He's really exciting. Uh, SMU have Reggie Roberson and Danny Gray yeah, opt out, which I think – but it kind of makes you think – well, I'd like to see Grant Calcaterra really make, make a big impact in this yeah, game. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And, re, re, and they still have their other receiver, Rasheed Rice, who I, is a true junior, I believe. But Ulysses Bentley, um, I like him. I like him as a back, but I don't. He's not coming out. I don't think. Yeah, they like they still. Yeah, they still have some a, a couple guys worth uh, paying attention to. Um, both coaches are not there. Yes. I'm going to take SMU plus two. Yeah, it's a weird game in terms of everything. The, um, Virginia, just everything that's happened with. With Virginia lately, it's kind of weird. Yeah, even like having that prospect, like prospects, um, recruits flipping too. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah, I'm taking SMU as well. They just feel so much more stable. Staying in the baseball world. I love it. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl at, at Yankee Stadium in, in the Bronx. Virginia Tech versus Maryland. I love that Virginia is playing in Fenway and, and Vautech is playing at Yankee Stadium. It's perfect. Um Virginia Tech has had a ton of opt-outs, too, obviously, yeah. the coaching change. Receiver Trey Turner, corner Jermaine Waller, edge rusher Amari Barno, interior defensive lineman Jordan Williams, and guard Lasitis Smith. Yep. That leaves us with Raheem Blackshear, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. There's not a lot of uh, actual NFL draft, like, this year talent in this game. Um, no. Who, who's, who's your top Maryland guy? Nick Cross, your boy? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went with Nick Cross. Who, who's your other pick? Yeah, yeah, I picked Cross as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they have their tight end too, who declared though Alquanqua. Yeah, true. <laughs> but Cr- Cross is an interesting guy who I really like because they, not a lot of safeties are asked 
to play as many different coverages as they ask him. Like some games he'll be matching up one on one with tight ends. Other times he'll be playing single high. Other times he, he's like playing a linebacker role. And he's six one two fifteen. Yeah. Very physical hitter. Um, I like him as an NFL box safety. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, not not super exciting game. Old ACC rivals. Uh, Maryland's minus one. I'm taking Maryland. I'm taking Maryland. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like that's an the, easy one. Uh, Virginia Tech just losing so many guys. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it really is. Uh, the Cheese It Bowl, which we love here at the Camping World Stadium in Orlando, number nineteen, Clemson, who sneakily won nine games against Iowa State. Um, Justin Ross opted out for Clemson. Uh, Tariq Milton transferred for Iowa State. But I haven't heard that Andrew Booth has opted out yet for Clemson. No, which is – he's clearly the top prospect in this game, and that would be a lot of fun if he plays. Yeah, so he he's a, a potential first-round corner. Um, yeah. They also have senior bowl corner Mario Goodrich and interior defensive lineman Tyler Davis, who's a, a fun nose tackle yeah. type. Um, and then Iowa State, Brees Hall hasn't opted out. No, and he hasn't – yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. So – if we get Booth and Hall, I think Hall wants to go and win his final game at Iowa State, to be honest. Um, uh, what if Brees Hall doesn't declare? Because I saw today that Will McDonald decided to go back. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, no. Would you be shocked if Brees Hall went back? It doesn't make sense for him, but I wouldn't be shocked because it seems like he's the type to do that's so. T- that's the, yeah, I agree. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that. So, anyways, that's fun, though, if we get Brees Hall in this game. And uh, just to jump the gun here, if if Hall plays and looks like he is, all things going forward, I'm taking I'm taking Iowa State at minus one and a half. Um, Kohler hasn't opted out either. Of, of course, their tight end, who's always a Mister Reliable for him. For him, going to be at the Senior Bowl. Going to be at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Mister Reliable on defense, Mike Rowe is also going to be at the Senior Bowl. Mister Reliable on special teams, Andrew Mevis also going to be at the Senior Bowl. <laughs> their kicker. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Iowa State, and I, I, of course Clemson's. I wonder if the ACC was strong, what Clemson's record would be. You know what I mean? But regardless, they had a good year. Um, yeah. Valero Alamo Bowl, number 14, right. Oregon. Who are you taking? Number... Oh, Iowa State. Okay. Right. Okay. Respect. Number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma at the Alamo Dome, San Antonio. Um, obviously, coaching changes for both schools. <laughs> so... uh, Kayvon Thibodeau opted out for Oregon. Uh, Brian Asamoah, Nick Benito, Perry on Winfrey, and Isaiah Thomas opted out for Oklahoma. Jaden Hazelwood, Spencer Rattler, and Austin Stogner transferred for Oklahoma. Um, Oregon pick got to be Veron McKinley. Absolutely. That's that's no doubt about that. I'm excited to see McKinley. Uh, hopefully, like, Caleb Williams is, is going to play, right? He doesn't say he's transferring. Yeah, him, so. yeah. I'm a little scared still. But theoretically, let's see Caleb Williams against, you know, Mims is still there for now, too. Um, so seeing them too, and McKinley kind of just trying to stop that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> the the prospects are all kind of gone for Oklahoma. Marquise Hayes, top guy. He is. He definitely is. But uh, how much? How much do you like Marquise Hayes? Uh you liked him a lot more than I did. As I, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a super big fan. He's not bad. He's interesting. Uh, it can be fun. You know, Oregon's always kind of pretty tough in the middle there. So that's gonna be a good matchup. Uh, and hey, Dimitri Flowers two point senior bowl stud Jeremiah Hall there. There. Fullback H back. That's the dude. Um, also, I'm taking Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm all, minus four and a half. I am also taking Oklahoma. Also, sorry, la- uh, last player to mention here, Devin Williams, the Oregon receiver, declared kind of out of nowhere for them this year. So hopefully, he goes out with a with a bang, help us talk. Uh, Thursday, December thirtieth, the Duke's Mayo's Bowl, North Carolina versus South Carolina, at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. We're keeping this at All Carolina Mayo Bowl. 
apparently, Duke's Mayo will donate ten thousand dollars charity if uh, one of the coaches gets drenched in mayo. Cowards if they don't happen, do it. Guys. Yep. Um, Sam Howell's playing. North Car- Sam Howell, as far as we know, is playing. Um, they had receiver Kyler McMichael opt out. Corner, isn't he? Corner, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, what did I say? Receiver. Yeah, sorry. He opted out, um, and South Carolina has Zaquan White opt out, and Their best quarterback player. Jason Brown transfer. Kingsley and Gabari is um, also opting out going to the Senior Bowl. Oh, is he? Yeah. Wait, he opted out too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, damn. I didn't, he wasn't listed on the opt outs. Well, I'm going to have to pick a new. Uh, Jordan best, Strong, uh, I guess. Out of, like, who's had a really disappointing year transferring to South Carolina. The other edge rusher who. Kind of both of them were expected to break out. Anna Gabari had a great year. Uh, Strawn did not. So him having a, a big game in, in this one would be huge for him. Uh, also, I mean, Kevin Harris, also a guy who yeah. had some hype and had a really like disappointing him. year yeah, for them. Definitely, for sure. Yeah, and then like Zaquandre White kind of stole his thunder. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really just a preview of how Spencer Rattlers can make this team way better. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, for North Carolina, it's Sam Howell. But there, you got a couple guys from North Carolina who haven't opted out. Ty Chandler. Yep. Um, Your boy Gemmel. Josh Downs for a future look. Jeremiah Gemmel. Um, they, they got a lot of young talent there, too, we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, Howell, Howell having a big game I think is important. I got North Carolina minus 8.5. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking North Carolina all day here. Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, Tennessee versus Purdue at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> Purdue had both David Bell and George Karlaftis opt out. Fun. So I'm pick. I I I decided to go with Cam Allen, their safety, who I liked um, in the various games I watched from them this this year. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he 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 played corner last uh, the last two years, moved to safety this year, long and. Constantly seemed like he was around the ball in the biggest games. Yeah, really losing uh, their best two players of, by far. Uh, really. Whoa, you, hey, you're an Aiden O'Connell stand. Aiden O'Connell, he's going back though, so I can't talk about him. True. What about Xander Horvath, future NFL fullback? <laughs> Disappointing year too. Uh, yeah, kind of. That's that's all the dudes. Um, the the linebacker Alexander had a pretty decent year too, like potential kind of special teams dude. Um, uh, wait, Xander Horvath should definitely grad transfer to Northern Illinois. That would be sick. Xander Horvath, uh, CFL All-Star again. Uh, Tennessee had head and hooker announced he's going back, but they have senior bowl receiver Vilas Jones Jr., who I'd, l- I'd love to see him go out with a bang. Uh, I-, I believe Alante Taylor opted out. Oh, shit, okay. I um, didn't see that one. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's Vilas Jones Jr. then. Because it's, it's, th- it's those two, and if Alante Taylor's out, Vilas Jones Jr., a guy who wasn't, very productive uh, um, at USC, came to Tennessee and had a big year. Really good kick returner who's uh, underrated route run. You know who's completely lost steam but is like still okay is, is their guard, Cade Mays, at Tennessee. Yeah, I actually saw Dane Brugler had him as one of his top uh, tackles. Really? Or guards. Really, interesting. Talented, very talented. I thought he'd be, you know, when we talked about him as a sophomore well, he freshman. was like, they rotate their offensive linemen. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. But regardless, a talented guy, like he was a five star, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they might have been the top uh uh top offensive lineman in his class. Um hasn't had a great career at Tennessee, but we'll see what we'll see what happens with him, so it'll be interesting to keep okay. him. Yeah. T- I'm taking Tennessee minus four. Now. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee too. They're, they're just Bell and Curl off just that's Ch- a loss. Chick Chick fil A uh bowl. Peach, Peach bowl. bowl, sorry. Some 
for me, it's just the Chick-fil-A bowl. Uh, number 10, Michigan State versus number 12, Pittsburgh at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, Kenneth Walker opted out. Kenny Pickett opted out. Ruined this game. Uh, yeah. this is AJ says opt-outs are un-American. Michigan State has Senior Bowl invitee Connor Hayward. Uh, Kevin Jarvis, I think, is an NFL offensive lineman. Jaden Reed, maybe, yeah. for next year at receiver. Reed's, Reed's my Pitt, pick, yeah. Pitt has Lucas Kroll at tight end. Deslin Alexander at edge. Servace Dennis, my favorite player at linebacker, mm-hmm. and Damari Mathis at corner. Senior Bowl guy, too. I, I think Crawl and Connor Hayward are two guys to... to Matching to, up against uh, each other? Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah they're both... Dennis which against Hayward? better? It's, it's yeah, Dennis against Hayward. Dennis against Hayward. I, you know sick. what? Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State with Kenneth Walker at, and like they don't really have a backup running back. Connor Hayward should start at running back. Like I totally he agree. played running back for three years. He moves to tight end, does whatever you ask him. Just let him have a, a spotlight game. I'm taking Pitt. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking Michigan State, baby. I'm keeping keep in the Big Ten. Uh, losing your quarterback, it just hurts too much. And it's not like they have anyone else on the team that, that's like taking significant reps. So uh, go Green. SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin versus Arizona State at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. Uh, Rashad White opted out. Um, your boy DeMonte Trium, who isn't eligible, but he transferred. Um, there's a couple dudes. Uh, Keanu Benton, the Wisconsin mm-hmm. nose tackle, announced he's going back. Oh, did he? But okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, but linebackers Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel are pretty interesting. Jake Ferguson, the tight ends, going to the senior bowl. Yeah. Arizona State's got uh, two offensive linemen to watch. Center Donovan West, uh, tackle Kellen Deesh, and then corner Jack Jones, who I still love. Yeah, I think that's kind of the guys. And, like, Merlin Robertson had kind of not a good year, but still playing. Arizona State just had such a weird year. Uh, I don't know if you've dug in on Chanel. I really haven't either, but I'm not sure how I feel about him. There's day two talk there. I don't know if I like him that much, but yeah, he's he's kind of like the top dude to watch here. He he, he he's a, yeah he his stock I, I feel like down the stretch really blew up. Yeah, um, he had a really productive year. He did. Uh, I, I'm gonna take Wisconsin for that defense and for what freshman six tooth two hundred forty pound forty pound running back freshman Braylon Allen has. Who done. We haven't talked yeah. about I don't think a single time on the show because we're not watching. Because Wisconsin. Wisconsin was bad by the time he found a rule because like. Yeah. I think he didn't start until game five. Yeah, yeah, like the season was done for them. No, totally. That's he's gonna be a lot of fun to really sit down and get our eyes on. Uh, also taking, also taking the Badgers here. Uh, don't miss out. Double your first deposit of up to a thousand dollars by using promo code SportsDrink. Head to my bookie today. Place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch the grudge match get settled with Paul vs. Woodley too. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, uh, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to sell high, buy low, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account, and when you deposit Make sure to use promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. And don't forget about Spotify Greenroom, the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, uh, be notified when rooms go live. Come with your spiciest takes. Uh, Friday, December 31st. 
You having fun? Christmas Eve. Yeah. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Wake Forest versus Texas A&M at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. 11 a.m. Uh, start start with a most of that day. It's great. Uh, Texas A&M has DeMarvin Leal and Isaiah Spiller opted out. Zach Calzada is transferring. I believe they're supposed to start a walk-on at quarterback. I love it. Um, but Kenyon Green, Jalen Watermeyer, and Anaya Smith all have not opted out, as far as I know. Yeah, they got uh, like Michael Clemens, even Leon O'Neill. Like that's there's some talent still in the in the Tambo team. Kenyon Green is clearly for me the top of the the top of the chain here. Um, I yeah, I, I mean, he's off the lineman though. I don't see him opting out. I think he's going to go play and finish his career at Texas A and M. Yeah, they. You're right though that they do still have a ton, even losing Leon Spiller, who are kind of the bigger names yeah. they have a ton of nfl talent there and Kenyon green's a top 15 dude and jalen Mars maybe tight end one yeah. and anaya smith's one of them could be one of the most dynamic playmakers um wake my guy jazir taylor their corner yeah uh loved him over the summer i think he's the best prospect i like the receivers uh, at perry and and jaquari roberson yeah like who sounds like roberson and, might and end sam, up opting out but we'll see for now yeah uh, sam hartman is going back and he's playing so uh, I'm gonna take Wake plus five. Yeah, I really like Wake plus plus the points here. Um, no quarterback. Just the the whole the quarterback thing really worries me. Despite like we said, a And M having so much talent still. Playing. I also can see a lot of those dudes just like like you know take them out at halftime or something like that. Yeah, like why? It's just, I kind of want Kenyon Green to opt out because it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sumble at Sumble Stadium, in El Paso, Washington State versus Miami. Max Borgi opted out for Washington State. Right. Charleston Ranmo and Jonathan Ford opted out for Miami. Mike Pope transferred for Miami to Deion Sanders. Uh, two tackles, Abram Lucas for Washington State and Zion Nelson for Miami. Clearly the top guys, and uh, Zion Nelson has not helped the stock this year. It's been a, it's been a slider, so going back against uh, in his last game against Wazoo would be huge for his stock. Abram Lucas is clearly the, the, the top dude here, though, so seeing him finish out... Um, I mean, not really going to get tested against anyone here in Miami, but uh, irregardless, just seeing him close out with his really strong performance in the bowl game would be a lot of fun. Also, on the on the flip side, Jalen Watson, their uh, their dude on the secondary, could be fun. But although Miami's not really testing him too much, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Washington State plus two and a half. Like me too. I know Washington State had a lot go weird this year, but Washington State somehow has more continuity right yep. now than Miami. It seems. Yeah, I'm taking Wazoo too. Okay, finally to the to the uh, playoff. Goodyear Cotton Bowl, number four Cincinnati versus number one Alabama, AT and T Stadium, uh, December thirty first, three thirty p.m. ESPN. Uh, there's obviously a fucking ton of people to talk about in this game. We're we're gonna I think closer to this yeah. game do a, a better breakdown. So uh, I mean, the the best guy for each team, it's Sauce Gardner for Cincinnati. It's Evan Neal for Alabama. Correct, absolutely correct. There's a, but but I think I have like twenty names with, written down for this game. <laughs> With both those, you also get a fun matchup in Sauce Gardner against Jamison Williams and my J against Evan first Neal. round picks. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's perfect. It is perfect. Uh, even if this game doesn't end up being good, getting to spotlight those those guys is gonna be really exciting. Sauce hasn't been like really tested in three years. No, and so getting to see what happens when he sees a first round flyer like Jamison Williams, it's gonna be a lot of fun, um, man. I hope he shows up and, big time. And then Neil, who's dominant, it's more of a test for my Jay Sanders. Correct. Like, how good is my Jay Sanders? Yep, absolutely. Um, Are we picking this now? 
Yeah, so I'm going to take Cincy plus 13 and a half. Of course I am. I mean, uh, uh, what else are we going to do here? I truly believe they can hang, but also it's more so I just love them so much and I want them to win. Same. We're in the same boat. Uh, Barstool Sports, Arizona Bowl. Uh, Central Michigan versus Boise State at Arizona Stadium in Tucson. Uh, I think as long as they don't opt out, pretty obvious once uh, Khalil Shakir at receiver for Boise State and Bernard Raymond at tackle for Central Michigan. Mm-hmm, definitely. I, I, I did a little Raymond tape. Like, you know, just clean feet. Uh, you see the movement ability. Uh, Freaky athlete. Yeah, yeah. I, I Still, like, still a little – I think still got some work to do as a run blocker, kind of especially, like, getting to the second level. But, no, really, really good player. Khalil Shakir declared, but he hasn't opted out yet, which is really fun. Um if I may, though, I kind of actually watched their 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 other off the lineman, the right tackle, Luke uh, Godecki. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. He's physical. He he can get to the second yeah. level. He's a good run blocker. He's kind of a fun story. He's like a D three uh, tight end convert. Missed last year. They they just converting weird tight ends into tackles yeah. and turning them into NFL talent. So, plus, someone's getting plus, a job there, man. Like I don't know who it is doing that, but genius. It's Jim McElwain. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, like Central's got built a really good roster. Like Daniel Richardson, obviously he's not an NFL guy, he's but a he's champ. a really fun college quarterback. Khalil Pimpleton's a, maybe an NFL guy. Yep. Uh, Lou Nichols is an NFL guy. Boise's not ready. Uh, that that offense is really talented, and I yeah, I don't think Boise State's going to be uh, be ready for it. And I'm t- I'm taking Central Michigan plus seven and a half. Yeah, Gudecki probably just last thing. Probably he's, I see him struggle. I watched the LSU game. Struggle with speed. He's got to kick inside. I think. Um and uh yeah no I'm I'm taking CMU plus the points as well and bo- a couple more names for Boise State JL Skinner at safety uh Kaneo uh Kikala Kaneo who, who declared who at had safety. a really good game I thought against San Diego State and linebacker Riley Wimpy who's probably on draft uh, and our favorite player in the country but... yeah yeah correct uh the Capital One Orange Bowl boo why do we have to I, I like that Central Michigan talk more than this playoff talk uh, Capital One Orange Bowl Georgia versus Michigan. Hard Rock Stadium, uh, AJ's bias. I just pick the whole Georgia D line. I don't. I didn't know who to h- highlight, but Jordan Davis, Trevon Walker, and, and Devontae Wyatt are gonna be three of the first interior defensive linemen, defensive linemen in general. If you view Walker more as an edge, taken. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm most well. I shouldn't say I'm not, I'm not excited to see anyone play well on Georgia, but I think I want to see Wyatt kind of keep on stacking these games together. You know what I mean? Mm. And then, obviously, for Michigan, it's Aiden Hutchinson. But overall, it's just the trench play for both. Yeah, it definitely. That's that's where it is. And then, we, you know, we I don't want to go too much. And then we got two good safeties in Dax Hill and Lewisine, who are kind of, like, probably bobbing each other for uh, for, for who's tight end, uh, like, you know, safety, you know, wherever you want to put them between one and five. Hill gets mine out, of course. There's so many players. It's not worth talking about all these guys right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a better job later. I've, obviously, I'm picking cool. Michigan plus points. I, I truly think they, they – yeah, if you are, you know what I mean? Like, I think it – this is strength on strength. It's going to be interesting. It's, Michigan can't bully Georgia, that's of, for sure, though. It's the type of game where I think Georgia wins, but, yeah, they. it's going to be a slow grinder. Take the under. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, about. yeah for sure. Uh, uh, January 1st, the Outback Bowl, Arkansas versus Penn State, Raymond James Stadium. Uh, Traylon Burks opted out. Uh, I give the Arkansas uh, Trey Williams slash John Ridgway the two defensive linemen. That's fair. Especially because Penn State's offensive line's been their their killer this year. Yeah, well, like getting them killed. Walker needs a game bad at tackle. Yeah. Um, and John Ridgway's going to the Senior Bowl, so it'd be, it'd be nice for him to go out with a bang as a as a big transfer. Totally. Lots of Senior Bowl guys for for uh, Penn State. Is Dotson opted out yet? 
No, he hasn't. So he's clearly the top guy. I mean, him, seeing him and Burks in the same game would have been so much fun. But I, I don't know. I think, I think come, you know, come this, I, come this game, I don't see Dotson playing because he's got no reason to. But yeah, as long same. as he's playing, he's the Which top would, guy. Which would, would, and I don't see Joe Quan Brisker playing. Honestly, he's got he, no point to either. And I don't see Arnold Ebiketti playing. Probably not. So we're looking at like you know. But yeah. But I do see Brandon Smith playing. Yeah, because he needs it. And he he's a top five potential top five linebacker in this class, so that's a dude to watch, especially against that. Like I'd like to see him almost spy uh, KJ Jefferson. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. Um, right? Yeah. Penn State's minus two and a half. I'm taking Arkansas. I'm taking Arkansas. I think I think we're gonna. I agree with you. I think we're gonna see a lot of these guys end up opting out because apparently James Franklin is not announcing the opt outs until like the day of. I saw that. That's that's why I kind of. Think there's a lot, but he, and sorry, uh, we didn't say mention Catalan. He's going back too. Um, yeah, he is, but he's been hurt. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's some big news. Um, yeah, he and he he had he had a bad year before he got hurt, so I'm glad he's going back. Yeah, he had like his moments, but then it was it was more down than up. Totally, yeah, agree. yeah, yeah. Uh, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl number nine, Oklahoma State versus number five Notre Dame at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale. Um, Actually, not a lot of talent in this game. Kyle Hamilton, and Kyron Williams both opted out for Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. And Oklahoma State isn't one of those teams that has a bunch of talent jumping off off the board at you. No, um, I think I'm I'm kind of most excited for the running back Jalen Warren. I agree with you. Didn't play, uh, didn't play in the uh, Big Twelve Championship, and has kind of been everything for them uh, on offense at times this year. And he he's a Utah State transfer. He's a five eight two fifteen stocky physical runner. So I'm excited to see him against a, a Notre Dame defense that still has Isaiah Foskey playing, who I think is the, their, their dude. I think those are the top two guys, and Foskey the top guy in the whole game. Uh, yeah, Fo- Foskey's a guy who, right now, watching his tape, he, you could see him becoming a first-round pick. He's just not there yet, yeah. like in a year or two. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think he comes out, especially as Notre Dame, you know. Um, but no, he all the talent is there for Foskey. He's had big games. He has had a really good year. Uh, has disappeared in a couple though. But yeah, I, d- I definitely agree. Those are the top guys. Outside of that, like Malcolm Rodriguez, always balls for Oklahoma State. So seeing him kind of having one. Tyler Lacy, Tyler Lacy, their defensive lineman. I really like him. Yep. Um, Kobe Harvell Peel's always been a name that pops he needs, up. He needs a game kind of. Uh, Tame Martin, the receiver, is pretty good. Like six two two. I think he's like two fifteen ish. Pretty good player. Um, I mean, no, Notre Dame's got like Jared Patterson. watch for Michael. Ma- no, no, no. I just mean watch for Michael Mayer, like the, un- the oh, not yeah. eligible guys. Yeah, yeah. I get pa- Patterson's really like um, the only eligible dude pa- that. Pat Patterson's an interesting one against that D line. Yeah. Hey, hey, Caden, Caden Madden. Yeah. He, I know he didn't have a great year for Notre Dame, but people like he was an All American at Marshall. Seeing those two put something together um, against that good front for Oklahoma State, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, this is a sneaky good bowl game. Verbo Citrus Bowl, Iowa, Kentucky, two ranked teams, Camping World Stadium, two two ranked teams that are built similarly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Kentucky's offense is shockingly a little more dynamic, but uh, it is. Tyler Goodson opted out for Iowa, and they have no quarterback really. Like Spencer Spencer Petrus is like not good and he's terrible. Yeah. So Tyler Linderbaum, if he's playing. Watching him against a physical Kentucky front is oh like Linderbaum's amazing. Watching him is poetry in motion. Yeah. So that's the guy to watch for them. Uh, Sam Porta, I believe, is playing their tight end. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Sam Laporta. Um, and then for Kentucky, I haven't heard Darian Kadard opt out yet. 
those are the top two. L- Linderbaum and Kennard on the offensive line. Those are the top dudes. And then you get a little more fun. Like, Wandale Robinson's always going to be really, really fun to watch. Yeah. Will Levis is just fun in general. Um, Josh Paschal. Corker's a se- Josh Paschal and Yusuf Corker are senior bowl yeah. guys. Riley Moss, Jack baby. And- but you know who I think really needs a good game, especially in this 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 um, this matchup? I think Jack Campbell's going to come on and really kind of assert himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's – there's still a lot – like, even with – uh, like I, I think Kentucky's gonna roll them. Um, I went back and forth. I don't think they're, Kentucky's they're, gonna roll them, but I picked Kentucky. I just, I just don't see Iowa doing anything on offense. Um, like when I say roll, I mean like Kentucky's gonna win like twenty-one six. <laughs> yeah, that's a rolling. Uh, but there's still a ton of NFL talent in this game. Yeah, there is. It's a good game. Uh, Rose Bowl game number six, Ohio State number eleven, Utah uh, in Pasadena at Rose Bowl. Um, no one's opted out as far as I know yet, which makes. It kind of obvious who they are. It's Devin Lloyd and Garrett Wilson. Oh yeah, obviously, yeah. Other than that, though, there's obviously. I mean, Ohio State's got a ton. I mean, next Chris Olave, and then it's Nicholas Petit Friere, and then it's so whoever. Yeah, and I think that makes this really important game for seeing Devin Lloyd against upper echelon offensive line and run game with um, yes. Trivion Henderson and seeing how he looks against a, a stud quarterback in CJ Shroud. Like, this is a big, big moment for Devin I Lloyd. totally agree. If he goes out in balls like he always does, uh, I think he locks himself as a first-round pick. Not saying he's in already, and but I think this, if he goes out in balls, he is. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and same for Cameron Rising. Yeah, he's going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, the, I mean, that Utah... D line isn't maybe not the most athletically talented, but like what the, what they have done this year, Tafoa and, and Van Fillinger uh, and Tafuna, yeah. like getting to see those guys against NFL offensive yeah. linemen at Ohio State, that's gonna be really. Fun. I think this is a big um, like I know Lloyd is obviously out, but uh, elsewhere I think it's a big not program building, but like this game if Utah goes out and wins, is gonna be huge for the future of this program. Well, it's interesting. There was rumors that if Kyle like Kyle Winningham wins the Rose Bowl, he's gonna retire. He shouldn't because they got the talent there. But yeah, I know there's some Whittingham stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm taking Ohio State. I'm taking Utah. I think they just it's like what Michigan did to them. I think they match up really well. Give me the the almost touchdown six nine points. Um, All State Sugar Bowl number seven Baylor versus uh, number eight Ole Miss at Caesar Superdome New Orleans. Um, two d- different styles of play. Yeah. Ole Miss really fast, throws the ball all over the place. Baylor. A run-based team uh, that leans on Abram Smith's physicality and Tristan Ebner as, a, as the change of pace guy. Um, tons of dudes on that Baylor defense. I haven't heard any opt-outs pick- yet, which is fun. Me neither. For uh, and it sounds like Matt Corral is going to play for Ole Miss, so that, that makes him the pick for that. I love that. Yeah. And seeing him against this defense that has NFL talent all over it at each level, that's big time. If he can go out with a bang for his potential first-round stock. Um, my my pick is Jalen Petrie. Me too. I think he's one yeah. of my favorite players in the country. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, th- I definitely think it's Petrie. Kind of just, you know, him seeing him out in space against you know SEC offense. I know like like Dante or Drummond's a good receiver, but it's it's not like this offense is like loaded and explosive. Like it's good, obviously, and it, I think just seeing him in, in coverage against this would be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Bernard too. Abram Smith pounding the rocks would be a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of good and Sam Williams for for all Miss. There's a lot of dudes. There's a lot of it's gonna be a fun game if they all play. Yeah, and finally, the last bowl game before the championship game, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, uh, Kansas State versus LSU at NRG Stadium in Houston. 
LSU oh. is in such a weird. You, Baylor or Ole Miss? Who are you taking? It's a pick. Oh, Baylor. Sorry, it's a pick. I'm Sorry. taking Baylor too. Yeah. Um, this is such a strange game because LSU's this. lost so much. I... Like Max Johnson into the portal. Like Derek Stingley's obviously not playing. Eli Ricks into the portal going to Alabama. I don't want this game to uh, happen. Kansas, if I'm being clear, obviously. Kansas State has very like little actual NFL talent on it until Adrian Martinez shows up on campus. Let Adrian Martinez play. In they this should. Game. Um, they should. <laughs> Kansas State, I mean, Deuce Vaughn's not eligible. He is so fucking fun, though. So getting to see him against the SEC defense is a reason to watch. Clearly, um, For Kansas State, I picked Russ Yeast as my uh, as my, as my prospect. Yeah. Uh, Louisville transfer, who's played corner and safety. I don't know. He, he had a really good year for K-State. K-State's got a couple uh, younger dudes who aren't eligible yet. Felix yeah. and New Deke. Um, but uh, for LSU, like Demon Clark hasn't opted out. Ed Ingram hasn't opted out. Yeah, I think I think it's Clark who's the top dude. Um, Ingram kind of it would be nice to see him finish with a good game and then go to the Senior Bowl. But uh, Clark for for stock wise, I think Clark having another. I mean, he's going to, but just having another great game is uh, is huge. Um, I'm gonna take Kansas State minus one and a half. I went back and forth because I don't care. Uh, I'm gonna take LSU just because okay. it's the SEC. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a wildcat for life. You are. You are. All right, we made it through all the bowl games. Uh, a lot of wonky, like, I don't know, interesting matchups, which is fun. I felt like like when I first saw all the New Year's Six, a lot of, like, like it feels like a lot of new blood, which is a lot of fun. Agreed. We have one minute until this next bowl game begins, so I have to edit this podcast really quick. Goodbye. <laughs>